Hello and welcome to the I Am Necessary Podcast. As always, this is your guy and host, Marcel. And before I get into what I got to get into this evening, I want uh, to give you all a pathway to support a young guy's platform. So on the web, you can go to IamNecessary.org. All my goodies are there. Some things that you may have heard, some things that you may have missed, but the idea is to get something for everybody's ear. So if you scroll through my through my plethora of things, hopefully you enjoy something. And the main thing is there is a button that says donate on there. So you find it in your heart. If you listen to this, donate a little something because everything that I get from that goes into the community. Uh, bought turkeys for people this last Thanksgiving. On Christmas, I'm going to go to Walmart and grab two baskets. I ain't, I ain't got a rap contract or I ain't in the league, but you know what I mean? Little things that you guys do for me when you support goes a long way. So that's what I'll be doing. With that said, today I got some of my aces in the hole, some guys I grew up with. And like I was just telling them, you know, something hit me the other night, just the time, society, how things are evolving right in front of us. And specifically, all of us are about the youngsters, right? The youth. So I wanted to pull my guys together because all of us are successful in, in some walk of life. So obviously, and we're more than that, we're alive, right? So we got some kind of recipe on how to stay alive and how we escaped and how we prospered and how we're thriving despite our roads to get here. So I wanted to bring my guys together and share a little bit about that. So what I'm going to do is call on each of these brothers and have them introduce themselves. Uh, they're going to tell you a little bit about how they were raised, where they come from, whatever's on their heart, and then we'll go from there. So we'll start first with my boy T.Y. Hi. Um, my name is Tyrone Taylor. I'm from the neighborhood of Vallejo, California, the neighborhood of College Park. Um, I'm 54 years old. I know we look good for our age but that's due to being able to keep a, keep the drugs out of our systems uh you know we just been we just i think with my friends that's on this page before they even get a chance to introduce themselves i was motivated by them because you know they all went to college um you know what I'm saying, which was great for me because i went to a federal college but <laughs> i was always able to being even when i was in federal prison at a young age i was always able to brag on my guys so to see us here to this day, pushing up, you know what I mean? Ain't nothing different between us, but it's just that, you know, I took a little more chance the wrong way and the right way, but I'm but I'm never the type of person that really trip off of that. I, I like the school I went to, just like my boy up here, Dion, like Bramlin and Rico, Bramlin and Marcel, Nebraska, uh, Terminal Island wasn't a bad college for me. All right, T. All right, let's move over to my boy D. I'm Deion Davis. Grew up in Vallejo, California. I grew up on the. I pretty much grew up uh, pretty much all over Vallejo. My family was my grandfather was from the Crest. My grandmother used to live on the waterfront, and I grew up a lot. Growing up, graduated in '86 from Vallejo High. Went to Grambling, played baseball. I didn't graduate from college. I became an iron worker in 2000. Uh, well, not 2000. Excuse me. Uh, 98, 1998, I became an iron worker. So it's been almost 25 years I've been an iron worker, working in heavy That's construction. Right. And uh, I have two children, 24-year-old and a 35-year-old son, and I have two grandkids. 
And I'm married, been married 27 years, Joy Williams. Joyce Joy. Williams Davis, yeah. And uh, we've, been, we've been together since high school. So we've been together like 37 and a half years, actually. That's dope. That's yeah. a whole nother podcast. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Young Wayne. Uh, uh, what it what it what it do uh, what it do my people? First of all, let me. I want to I want to comment on what my two my two uh loved ones. Those really are loved ones too. You know, all y'all loved ones. That's why we on here. But who I am? I'm just I'm a college graduate. I'm a uh, I got drafted. I, I, I was drafted to play baseball. I did Dope. play under Bruce Bochy and won a championship with him in Spokane. I do have that's the kind of stuff I say when I talk about when I talk. I do know some people. Okay, all that. But anyway, I'm just saying. Who did you play for when you played minor league baseball? You know, when he was under both. I was in Spokane. I was in Spokane. And Padres. then I was in uh what, what, what I was in Charleston, you? but I played well, I played Padres. under Padres. in Spokane. Padres, Padres. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey Drake, a good chance on me. I just didn't know no better. If I'd have known better, I put I would have made it. You feel me? Trust me. Trust me. If I'd have known better, I'd have made it. But it is what it is. We don't live in the past. We don't read old newspapers from Vallejo. We 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 do what it do going forward. You feel me? I'm proud of all, I'm proud. I'm proud of all y'all. I'm proud of this podcast, Biggs. I wish I knew how to, if I knew how to promote it. I would promote it. <laughs> One more thing I want to say about me though. Besides college graduate, besides people tell me I was never going to do that, but I did that. Besides getting drafted and all that. Besides the, the good stuff about me. What I what I want to do now is change laws. So I want to also say that I have an autistic child. And one day I'm going to count on y'all through his podcast, through my boy podcast, through some kind of way I'm going to figure out how they do that uh, sign a petition on the internet. I'm going to figure all that shit out. And I want y'all to support me because I need cameras in every single classroom where there are special needs kids. You know why? Because they can't speak for themselves. They can't go home and say, Mom and Daddy, this happened to me. This happened to me. If there ain't no cameras in there, who in the hell speaking for them? Who in the hell watching them? A teacher that hire people off the streets all the fucking time. Who in the hell watching them? We California. We ain't Texas. We ain't New Mexico. What the fuck are we California? Why in the hell we ain't got California? Why in the hell we ain't got cameras in every single special needs class? In California, if I gotta go stand up, if I gotta quit, we say what I'm gonna do. If I gotta quit my job and go stand up for the Walmart to get petitions, I think I'll do that. You know why? Because I, yeah, I do that, and I'm done. That's who I am. That's who I am. Most definitely. Right now, <laughs> at 55, I'm a senior citizen now. That's who I am. Ty, let me just, let me start with you with this before I get into the meat and bones. I want to know. Let's start in high school. So for you, what challenges did you face? coming out of high school and how did you navigate through those one of the challenges that i faced in high school was not staying in a high school going to many different high schools i think i went to high school in arkansas went to high school in colorado and i also made it back to people's house so one of the challenges for me was i you know what i'm saying it was one of the challenges is trying to stay in one school you know what i mean but you know, I never met that challenge because I moved around. So that was that was always challenging for me, not handling my business. Yeah. Uh, I never dragged nobody into my shit. When my mm -hmm. homeboys came through, they was my partners from college. But see the thing about it, the difference between us and and difference between we was we they knew how to be themselves. 
because we had everything that the street cats growing up where we grew up, we had women. So that never was challenging for us. We knew how to robot dance. We we was popular. So we didn't have to really do what some others had to do to to get a notoriety because we already had it within sports, uh probably handsome looks or whatever you want to call it. Like we didn't we never had that problem. So we didn't do I didn't hustle to get women. I hustled because I wanted the money. You feel what I'm saying? So it wasn't like I, 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 we weren't hustling because we had shoes on. No, I think me and Reek, when we was in the fourth grade, I remember they had some shoes called Jocks. And I think he had a pair and I had a pair. There's leather tennis shoes at the time. And then nobody have them in the whole school. So what I'm trying to say is I was the only child for a long time. It wasn't no peer pressure to hustle. A lot of dudes that started hustling, it was peer pressure. It was, you know, they, they yeah. had wanted to, they want to look better, they want to do better. You know what I'm saying? So that yeah. that was something different for us. We didn't, we never had, we and then we wasn't no sucking, we wasn't no punch. So it just was like it's easy to be friends and and to see your friends grow and do this versus the young generation where they so caught up in not being themselves. Let me hold on, hold your thoughts, team, because I don't want to lose mine. Because here's one of the differences between now and then, right? And one of these, we're going to get into peer pressure a little later. But to your point, all four of us knew who all four of us were when we were in high school and coming out of high school. And I say that to say sometimes, so if if Ty was an A-plus at the game, Reek was a B-minus, C-plus, Right. And I was about a D. So let me tell you where I'm going with this. So when Ty was like, okay, we, we hooped, we had something to eat. We did all of that. Now he going into the phone booth and do what Ty does. So the first look is to Reek, you know, Reek, how you feeling? You feeling B or you feeling C? Cause if you're B, you riding with me. If you are C, I'm taking you home. And me, I was a D. So the right. first stop was my house. Right. right. So they said, get out. You know, go home, get some sleep. You know, we see you tomorrow. Whereas right. today, today, I couldn't get out the car. You know, today, I'm in the car. They're going to make me be something. Maybe I don't feel like being a gangster right now. Maybe I don't feel like being tough. So that's one of the differences, you know, especially on this screen, is we had love and we realized who each other was and we let us be who we were. But we always checked in. We always checked in and we always had care and concern. The cold right. part about it, it wasn't even a thought when your homeboy left. It wasn't even a thought. Like, even a thought. He's saying, hey, come over here. I ain't thinking about that shit. You know? And just like it wasn't a thought when you used to come through in the green machine. Y'all wouldn't even leave me. I was the worst hooper and everything. Niggas wouldn't leave me out. See, my homeboy right. left me out. Motherfucker, man, we going to get tired. He throw the brakes yeah. up, do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I mean, compared to the athletes that I was around, at will, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was cool. cool. You know, at will, at will, at will. All right, D, let's move over to you, man. Talk to us. Like, what were you? When you graduated high school, yeah, challenges, concerns, unanswered challenges, questions. Challenges, challenges. Uh, yeah. First of all, challenges was uh, I was a dad at eighteen. 
So I was a freshman in college and my son was born. That was a big challenge. Uh, you know, I'm out there and, you know, I got, I'm out there. I got reeking a couple of uh, cats from Vallejo and it's, you know, maturity. My maturity level wasn't there. You know, mm -hmm. I was still, you know, immature. And so I, I'm a dad, I'm immature. I'm trying to make the baseball team. I'm away from home. You know what I'm saying? You got limited finances, but you don't want to be the guy that, that, that can't take it. That can't be a man out of state, you know, and run back home to mama. You know? yeah. So you're trying to stick it out. You're trying to stick it out. You're doing the best you can, swim. you know. So that was, you know, that was a lot of challenge, you know. When you you get get to go home twice a year and get excited, work in the summertime to make to make enough money. So when you go back next fall, you got a little something in your pocket, and you, and you got to break bread with the baby, with the baby mama. You know, what I'm saying to try to have something. You know, it probably wasn't enough, but you know, and 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 that also, you know, it was challenge and it was a motivation that I got to do something. Cause I got this this child growing up, and then I'm I'm gonna be because I grew up in a single parent family. You know, my mom worked. My mom, in fact, worked while I was at school. My mom worked swing shifts. So when I would come home after school, after baseball practice, let's say we was done at five five thirty at Vallejo High, I get home. My mom's not home. She don't come from work until ten o'clock at night. But when she come home, I'm asleep. So this five wow. days a week that I'm on the waterfront. You know, when everything's going on around there, and I'm navigating through through that. You know, so and and that made me stronger. And that's that's another thing. I was like, my children, the best that I I do the best I can, and my children grow up with both of their parents in the house. You know, with the backyard, with the with the vacation, with the trips. You know, family trips, stuff like that. So that was all. Like I said, that was motivation for me to to be better. I didn't I didn't use uh, coming from uh, single parent family, you know, uh, as a crutch to 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 not be nothing or to say, oh man. Well, my pops wasn't around, so I ain't gonna be. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. Right. I didn't mm -hmm. do that. You know, I don't blame nothing. I appreciate my mom working hard, and my dad was just rolling stone. He was just that's just what he did, you know. And he passed Chilly back in bigger. July, but he's, you know, he he told me he had no regrets. Chilly. You know, my dad said he had no regrets. That was the life he he led, and that's just what happened. And uh, you know, that so that's, me, that was challenging. Work for your dad. Let me ask you this, D. Yeah, you know, having a kid so young, right? Uh, what, uh -huh. you know, if you don't mind sharing, was that a, a thing that, hey, I'm going to have a kid at 18, 17, 16, or, hey, yeah. Dion, I'm pregnant. You know, what What was I that? I mean, <laughs> it, was, yeah, it, was, it was like a cross between. I was, I was, I was excited, and, and I, you know, I wasn't doing things to prevent it from happening. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't wearing condoms, so I wasn't doing nothing to prevent it. I was smart enough to know it can happen, So and it wasn't like she was trying to trap me or nothing. So it could, you know, it's it was, it was like a, I knew she was pregnant before yeah. I left, and I was, you know, like I said, I was immature, so I probably didn't handle it the right way. Because if I if I had to do again, I would have stayed local and went to junior college with her and played baseball out here in California. If I, if I had if I had to do it again, I mean, and it's not that far as uh, doing it because of regret, just doing it if I had, you know, the chance to try to. I mean, I don't know if it would have turned out better. I mean, I'm glad I went to Louisiana. I met friends at, for life. I got cats I know from all parts of the United States. He was just out, there. You he know, was yeah. just there. You know, so, you know. <laughs> love his, you love his grandma family. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, like like out there in Vegas. I got a couple partners out there in Vegas with Ty at. Ty didn't met him. You know, and he's just friends right. for life. You know what I'm saying? So, So, it wasn't a surprise. I knew 
you know, as far as her being pregnant. I knew that. It was just, you know, I didn't handle the situation great. Like I said, I was 18, immature. I had to grow up, you know. I grew up with the baby and we, me and her and the baby, we grew up together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what would you tell a young cat today who just, Ooh. you know, he, he's sex happy? Oh, it's um, that ain't everything. You know, sex, sex ain't sex, not everything. You got to, you need to, you need to get to know people. That's what I tell a cat. You need to know people, you know, get to know people because your 15 minutes of pleasure, your 30 minutes of pleasure can affect the next 30 years of your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. you sitting there, you know what I'm saying? You're messing around, you know, uh, that's just like for girls too. Girls need to find out who they who that who the dude is before they find out, you know, they pregnant because child support can't find uh Wavy D Wavy D from College Park. Child support can't find that person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, yeah. they can't find player player from the Himalaya so, with the child support. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you know, need to get to yeah. so it's, it's okay not to not to be uh uh Mac Daddy, you know what I mean, and all that. Yeah. It's so it's okay Man. to just be. You know what I'm saying? Just, just be you and be. It's okay to to have one girl. It's okay, you yeah. know. And it's okay to to go at your pace. You know what I mean? Right. First of all, exactly. you know, if we talking grown up, you know, are you even ready to have sex? Right. right. Why are you even having sex? Do you even know why you having sex? Is it for like? Is it for love? Is it right. for for keeps? <laughs> right. Yeah. At twenty five, you don't know. At twenty five, oh, yeah. do, do you do you know I mean, at twenty five? <laughs> But I did. I was, I was I was smashing anything I get my hands on at twenty five. Oh, yeah. Just for the, I was just for the sake. What are you talking about? You know, see, he could have had way more kids than he had. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I'm right. just saying. Right. Yeah, the right ones too. <laughs> yeah. I ain't Ricky McLeod. I was just saying. What we just talking about? <laughs> Yeah, but you know, for for the youngsters today, you know, yeah, I don't even I know. Name, hey, I name dropped again. My bad. <laughs> I don't even know if I ever heard of a youngster even mention the word condom. That's the cold part. Like that's kind of a, a a lost thing. And and a lot of remember back in the day, you check any dude's wallet back in the day, and they had a condom. Yeah, in their wallet. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that, it'll be faded. That circle be so, faded yeah, on that. Right. And so then the challenge <laughs> hey, I think is, I still got one somewhere. Yeah, oh, wow. I still got one faded and dried up. I don't know why. Right. <laughs> Here's the cold part. The challenge is, is when you know you got that in your wallet, the decision now becomes, am I putting this on now or not? Right? And it's depending, probably depending on who you're laying with. Right? Because some of them, you're like, I better put this on my whole body because I ain't yeah, trying to, you know, yeah. but there's other ones, you like, you know, I wouldn't mind if something slid out with you. You know what I mean? But today, yeah, feel it. I, I right, think it's but, a whole lot of ability. So, like, I think, you know, with, like, it's different drugs, this cats that's on. You know what I'm saying? That you know that can make you reckless. The kind of drugs these kids on now, we wasn't on them type of drugs. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know these Percocets and all kind of shit. Like you know what I mean? And they say Percocets. I never had one, but they say sex level goes. So even if you might say that, <laughs> why you look at them like that, Rick? I'm just saying. That's what they say. <laughs> I, 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 had, I had heard that one. I had heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> that shocked me. You know. That's what they say. I'm trying to be a two with the streets, but that, that shocked me. I ain't never heard that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, all you got to do is listen to a rap song. Molly Percocet. <laughs> yeah. Molly Percocet. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm a gambler, man. 
It go with the same. Listen to sports talk. <laughs> yeah, so I'm on the real. Go ahead, T. Let me finish your thought. See the thing about the okay. Well, our parents they taught us how to be men first. We was a lot more mature to me. Like when we was even out there hustling, dudes was like grown. We was doing grown folks. We was living like like a grown mom. And I think when everybody started getting incarcerated and they wasn't there with their mom, it made people in the streets get dumber. They make a kid really less than 18. Right now, he like 14. When we was 18, we was in our 20s. Right. Because we was making a lot of decisions by even going out of town, going to college, by even going out of town, hustling. You know what I mean? I think we was more we was more mature in the mind. You know what I mean? Like, even some of the young hustlers that got the big names, these dudes was kids. They was running a man game. Where they daddy's at, Ty? Huh? Where they daddy's at? Where they daddy's at, Ty? Look at, the, look at this whole generation, Ty. I want you to think about this. You might, I want you to think about, I want you to think about this. Where they daddy's at, Ty? Because you was probably in jail with some of them. What they, what they sons, the niggas that you was in jail with, what they sons doing right now, Ty? So here's the question. Here's the question. Here's the question. Somebody like Meech, right? Or anybody that we know that, that grew up, you know, Ty. So there was a point, there was somebody in Meech's ear. There was somebody in Ty's ear who knew where he, you were headed, right? And they probably said, hey, man, before you make that next move, let me, let me put this in your ear. I'm trying to get you to go left, but you steady leaning right. 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 So somebody was like, like you, you a good dude, you got all this, but do it this way, not that way. And something right. made you go make that turn. So what is it that entices some what, who do you choose to what is it that makes you listen to someone? Like what does that person have to bring to the table to be strong enough for you to be like, you know what, I'm listening to this cat. Well, I mean, a lot so, of times, well, hold like, on, don't lose your thought. A lot of times, like, you know, yep, you're making 100% sense, and everything you're saying is right, and I do know that, and I do know that, and you're right, but I'm going this way, right? right. But right. what goes into that? Like, what, 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 what is it? it? Might be, like, when you're young, a dude might pull up in a fancy car with a badass female, and her feet might be up there, the toes looking good, and you're like, God, what I got to do to be this? So Go to you, school? You, yeah, okay. Okay, well, then I'm going to school. But if I'm in the streets, I want to go to the school he's talking about. This, <laughs> yeah. I want to get far with you and listen. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. Like, yeah. you know, okay, I'll give you a prime example. No, I, I, you, you preach to the choir, but my point is how do we? How do we change that, right? How do we get them exposed to people, you know, like you, Ty? Like the same things you had then, you got now, <laughs> right? The same right. things you had then, you got now, but you're doing a, a, di a different route. Right. You know what I mean? So how do we get more people to listen to this you? Right? I mean, well, you I, I did it through music. Mm -hmm. But if, even in even in that, as it's much of a level-headed, things I was saying to my youngsters, they still found a way. We don't have the influence on them like the internet do. So I could be saying something, but their favorite artist that they can see every day is saying something else. So it confuses the message. 
when you was on the streets, the message wasn't confused because you didn't have motherfuckers that could jump on the internet and, and give you mixed messages. The message was plain and clear. Big Cell just pulled up. Big Cell looking real tight. I could I only could hear this message if Big Cell pull up. But I but now Big Cell all over the place. Big Cell was everywhere. So you got too many messages to make a clear cut message on which way on which way they should. It's like the internet pulls everybody up. And even if you give the message, they got something over here. The next channel they turn on is giving a complete mess, but he got more money than T.Y. Yeah. Feel me? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like every, every, everybody see the success. Like, okay, I'll just check this out. How long did we used to have to wait for a Michael Jackson concert? How long did we have to wait to see to see Michael Jackson before videos? And every time he came, it was a sold-out show. You wanted to go see the man, moonwalk, whatever, Prince, all that. But mm -hmm. they wasn't on the internet and they wasn't on TV every day. We were waiting for award shows to just yeah. to, to see a performance. But now you see a performance every day. Instant gratification. Right. Yeah. So just say, for instance, even if you're preaching the right message, somebody then DM one of your youngsters, man, don't listen to that old nigga. That bitch. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And the cold part is, I remember a day where I actually saw some youngster smoking and I went up and took the cigarette out of his mouth and stomp, stomped it out right in front of him, right? This do you think I'd do that today? No, no. hell no. Do you think I'd do that today? I, I, I would hope not. No, absolutely not. I, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? But see that? But you know what I mean? Back then, it was easy, you know? Yeah. And even yeah. like I was telling somebody the other day, like, you know, dudes hit me all the time, you know, about Vallejo this, Vallejo that. Sell, you need to go to Vallejo. Man, there ain't nobody in Vallejo today. They don't know right. me. You know what right. I mean? They don't, they don't know me. I ain't earned nothing. They don't know me. It's no. almost like, you know, I asked some some no. youngster, some young girl the other day. I was like, hey, yeah, because Denzel Washington. She's like, who is that? What? Mm -hmm. Like, man, you don't know who did. You know what I mean? And it was like, and then, but she know who Lil Baby is. Exactly. She know who Dub Baby is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey. Dub Baby. He wise. Hey. All them babies. <laughs> hey, she wise. Just let a you know, she wise. You ain't, you, ain't you ain't nothing to Vallejo. I know. And that, I mean, that's sad. We, we, we Vallejo. The Cap, Captain D. Right. We, ain't, yeah. we ain't nothing in Vallejo. Yeah. I'm, talking, I'm talking to all of them. Make it shot in Vallejo. Yeah. Right. yeah, for we sure. Go see our, we go through there and see our loved ones. I'm going to see y'all. I'm going to see people I can go see too. Cap, yeah. rest in peace. Mom, and that's why I stay up out right. here. I'm going to go see them two niggas' loved ones. where Vallejo at? The only way we can do Vallejo is on Facebook. Yeah. Or in Sacramento. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying. They, they, I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying. Right. Put up a Popeyes, nigga. They don't. They don't know you, nigga. At Popeyes yeah. with your fancy right. car, nigga. Yeah, you better be nice. You better be polite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, hey, hey right. Yeah. You better apologize, but even if it's your fault. fault. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I got hey, you. Big, you know what I mean? mm -hmm. You talk about somebody who got muscles and everything. Oh, you niggas got muscles. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> That's even worse. You know what I mean? That's a, even a worse. dude like me coming up on a little dude. What <laughs> oh, else yeah, you gonna do? What else you gonna do? You gonna tell me to put him up? Yeah. I don't know you ever shoot you. Right. No, I'm try. Hey, you know what I mean? I'm gonna try it first. Though. Hey, I, I take that back. I'm gonna try it first, nigga. I'm gonna try it first. If I don't win, I'm going to the car. <laughs> but but here's the cold part. Here's the cold part. What I tell these youngsters today. I was having this conversation not too long ago. If I'm out somewhere, these are true stories. Because I remember one time I was. Y'all might not know this. I was in sack one time at some club. Uh, 
me and my girl at the time, we at the club, you know, mild-mannered, whatever, and it came to me, right? Like, somebody grabbed my girl and pulled her hair and all. And so my thing with my girl, because, you know, when you got a nice-looking woman, she's going to attract attention. So my thing is, when you come get me, there are no no more conversations because you're grown. You know how to handle those situations. Right. You know how to right. whatever. Yeah. And I'm yeah. cool with you handling how you handle it. Yeah. But when you come get me, it's Tasmania. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? With yeah. no questions yeah. asked. So make sure when you tap me, you know what I'm about because yeah. I'm going to shut right. it down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was in SAC one day and I shut this club completely down. Like I was, I mean, the bouncers had me in some hole. I ain't never even. Heard of, you know, and I'm thinking, <laughs> mopping me with the floor. The damage had been done, and they, and I'm telling everybody with me, go get the car. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to get out of this, but guess what I'm doing? I'm running. So, and guess what I do today? I mean, I wasn't, this is Arizona, so you can legally carry all that stuff. So that's what these oh, young, wow. youngsters on. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I hop one time, and this youngster, one thing about me, I own nothing, but please don't step on my shoe and not say nothing. Right. You know, I ain't, I haven't grew up there yet. That's just my thing. So a dude kept stepping on my shoe and I'm moving my shoe. Like that, nigga, right. And he finding my shoe again. He's stepping on it again. So I'm like, ah, oh, this is a problem. Right. And he's a youngster. <laughs> right. So I'm like, hey, man, hey, you know, dude. so I'm having that kind of like, hey, man, where was you raised? Man, you stepped on my shoe like three or four times. You know what he did? Showed you was good. Show me and say, hey, OG, you need, to, you need to tread water light around me. You know, this Arizona. Wow. That's what he said. This Arizona. That's why I'm at home at night. Wait, and he had four dudes with him, right? And they all oh, were yeah. strapped. Guess what oh, I did? Yeah. Guess what I did? My yeah. bad. Right. My bad. Sorry about that. Yeah. I'm out. So, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's a classic example to any youngsters listening. You you can you can take flight. You can flee. You know, that's that, that. Uh, you want to be a hero to somebody who don't care about you, or do, you want, or do you want your son to say, "Hi, daddy, can you read to me tonight?" Yeah, like you know, you really need to think you know about what? that. I hope they listen to you, biz, because you know what? Like you just said it, tread lightly, move. It's not worth it. And in that tale, it's not worth it, dude. It's not. It's not. So let me ask you this: So, Reek, do you own property? Yeah, I do. Yep. D, do you well, own property? Yeah. Ty, do you own property? I have. Mm-hmm. Do you own you own a company? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. So let's talk you? about that a little bit, right? So let's talk about money, right? And, and try to give these youngsters some advice because when we was in school, nobody told us how to uh, what a credit report was, what a credit card was, how to manage money. Nope, they didn't teach us that in high school and boy do I wish you know they would have and then oh, I would have been you know I would have been where I wanted to be sooner so D what be would right you back. tell a youngster okay. what, what would I tell you, a youngster yeah about just hey you know about finances like somebody about 24 years old what I'll random tell, advice would you give them get, a, get universal life insurance uh, become your own bank mine is through Hartford Financial what it is it's a life insurance policy that that you can borrow from tax free money, okay. So you have, let's say, you got a um, half million dollar uh, life insurance policy. Or, uh, um, use it as your bank. You can borrow from it. You can borrow. You can borrow the money from yourself, and as you're paying it back, you're gaining interest on your money. But it's tax free money. The government, you can get seventy thousand out 
and the, it can't be taxed. Explanation is probably hard to understand, yeah. but hey, go ahead, what? go ahead, finish, Cap. Go ahead, go ahead, nah, go ahead, finish. Um, it's just like if you take forty thousand dollars and you put it in the bank, you come back in three days, ask for your money, the bank won't have your money because they've been loaned your money out, making ten percent off of it. Now, with Universal Life Insurance, you take that forty thousand, put it over there, that money gain up to thirteen percent a year. Okay, and you can you can borrow from that from that. You can like if let's say, hey, I need I need ten thousand. Two days, you got ten thousand in your account. That money that as I, as you're paying that money back, it's gaining interest, and again, you're getting all the interest. When you die, you still have five hundred thousand dollars life insurance policy that will pay out to you on top of whatever your money is accumulating because they're taking the money out every month, you're putting it in there. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's compounded, and right. you be in your own bank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. And I would tell a youngster at 22, number one, track your spending. Take the time to see where your money is going because, you know, you check your pocket. Man, I just had $400. You know, I don't know where it went. So if you track your spending, then you know where your money is going and you can decide is that where you want your money to go or not. I would also set a weekly budget, right? Yes. Just have a yep. little budget. This is for this and this is for that. And when that run out, I'm broke, right? That's so it. when my fund yeah. money run out, I'm broke yeah. as far as you're concerned, you know? And the biggest thing I would say to anybody you know, is to save your money, but not just save your money, because we know how what life has shown us today, right? It can switch on a dime. So when I say yeah. save your money, you need to have at least three to six months yep. stacked yep. up. Facts. So if you lost yeah. your job Facts. today, Facts. you'll be okay for three to six months, right? You don't want right. to be, you don't, people say, oh, check the check. That's that's a choice. When you really break it down, oh, check yeah. the check is a choice. But if yeah, you were, yeah. you don't have to have you don't have to start with all these G's. You know what I mean? You make twelve hundred dollars a week or twelve hundred dollars every two weeks. Right. You, know, you can still save money that way. Yeah. But we were never, never really taught. Yeah, we, we, and we weren't financial really taught, Not in school. Yeah. Not in school. And you know, my pop said, you know, he's probably the first first fellow with an eight hundred credit score. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right. And, yeah. Mom's her credit was shot because of me, you know, because right. she had to rob Peter to pay Paul because I needed something. Right. Shout out to moms, but she would sneak behind pops, you know, because right. he was the no guy and mom right. was the yes, yes lady. Right. You know, if that one day lady? I would wake up. Yeah, moms, my moms was the yes lady because pops was a, you know, because LJ, pops, it get, was LJ. Yeah. pops was pops, let me get a uh, ten dollars. Well, what? Yeah, what happened to that ten dollars I gave you three yeah. weeks ago? Like boy, you don't know nothing about money. Like you came ten dollars, I gave you ten dollars three weeks ago and you broke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Show <laughs> like show me, show me what did you do with that ten dollars? You both had to keep receipts. Right, right. but that but that yeah. he was trying, you know, back then. Because that's those are the tools he had back then. He couldn't show me a portfolio or Tell me about how to put my life insurance away. That's why I wrote that down. Yeah, he would ask me, here's your allowance, and he's going to come back every, and sometimes he would say, hey, I'm going to give you $10 uh, in two weeks. If you show me eight, then I'll give you $30, right? Right, Just to show me. And then guess what I would do? Show him eight. So guess what that showed me? I could save the money. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Because I knew it was something. He was like, if I just spend $2 in two weeks, he going to give me 30 Man, I didn't spend the money. And then here's $8, and he would give me the 30 But that showed me you can save. You just don't want to. 
right? right. You know, you yeah. like you, you like Big Macs more than you do, you know, a house. Another one is just don't live above your means. Man, right. easier and said they, than done. Ain't and it? they got they got a saying: people buy what they want and then beg for what they need. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'll be forgetting shit, so I'm going to say this. Do you know, I remember when Dion Daddy used to run the, uh, the pool hall. Yeah. Right? Fun Center. Yep. Fun Center. Fun yep. Center. <laughs> the Fun yeah. Center, right? Right in yeah. Park. It ain't a Fun Center that fun ever center. opened over. Fraser's Barbecue. The Fun Center. center. You did not just say that. You did not just say the Fun Center. But, but that was great. But check, check this out. Sometimes, okay, we just talked about the good influence. Now, my influence, I like to go over to the fun, fun center, see round here, play pool, uh, yeah. Rick Eddie, you feel me? Yeah. Like, that was more influential for me than going over there with Pops, and he working on breaks, even though he makes right. Pops making the killings. <laughs> I, 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 know, I know you got to chime in, but real quick, though, I want to tell Ty one thing. Without when I was growing up with you, you was happy to be alive till 25. When we, we, we was teenagers, yeah. all you want to do is be Rick Petty. No, 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 no more names drop it. I'm sorry. <laughs> all you want to do, all you was happy to do was be 25. Become 25 years old. No, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm, I'm trying to say. Growing up, you was like, you was, you was, you was gonna be happy to be 25. We was playing pinball. You, you, you want right. to be 25. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes, just like you know, just like you that, know, yeah. I remember that. You got to be able <laughs> to um, take that. But just like we were saying about the internet, how it's outside influences, when I was going over to the fence and watch the dudes drink and fight and all that type of shit, I kind of liked that. You feel mm-hmm. like I, I didn't want to really hear what was going over, over right. here. Going so, to the black I, hole? Yeah, I liked to seeing what I was seeing. I was there. You feel me? So, yeah. Sometimes even in good parenting, outside influence can have more. Than, than yeah, that's a fact. The household. That's, that's a fact, man. That's a fact. And even you know, in that, like, I don't know if I, yeah, you're right, Ty. Because I remember one time, Rick, you probably don't remember this, man. You had a, uh, Rick, you had a 38. And I don't know how I got it, right? So you gave it to me to hold or something, whatever. <laughs> I might have just took it from the tank. You know what I mean? So I... 38 and I got it in my room and then I came home one day and pop sitting on my bed with the 38. Oh. <laughs> and he like, uh, you know, just, so you know how that conversation went. Right. Like, who are you? Who who the hell you think? You know, what are you? He gave me the whole speech, man. And I was felt like I was two years old, you know. And then he, you know, he made me, you know, don't even tell me where it came from. But when I wake up tomorrow, it better, better be go. back with its right. original owner. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, that, hey, Ty, you know what? You know what, Biggs? I, I was that friend to you, but it's Ty's fault. But it all go back to what you started with. It all go back to what you started with, though. Bad influences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be focused. Be focused. Be true to you. Know who you are, man. Know the fuck who you are, man. Yeah. As man, know who you are. Don't follow nobody. If you do, look, let me tell you something. Crackheads hanging around crackheads. Successful cats hanging around successful cats, or they trying to get there. Come on, man. Here's the thing about us, though. What happens if we took away all microphones? We took away all balls, <laughs> right? Where would we be? Because they don't have club uh, microbiology. They don't have that. 
Right. Not for black people. No. no, so you know, sometimes it's by design. And hey, give them a ball. Give them a ball. They'll be fine. You know what I mean? Give them a ball. Give them a microphone. You know, uh, yeah. take a take a trainload of empty guns into the hood and just leave it there. Just drop it off. Yeah. Yeah. They'll they'll, they'll know what okay. to do with it. Yep. Our Damn, job baby. will be done for us. Well, they'll just do like... our job for us because what happens is somebody gonna take that gun from the train and you get a twofer. Because I'm going to get that gun, and I'm going to shoot and kill D. So D's done. Now I'm going to jail. That's a twofer. Yeah, you off the street. Yeah. That's a and the private prison's getting paid for keeping right. it 90, 90% occupied. And, and to T.Y.'s point, somebody's, some little kid peeking over the fence and loving that. Somebody loving that. looking for Man. Loving well, that. Hey, Biggs. Hey, Biggs, you are necessary. Yeah. But they loving that, you know. No, and they gonna go are, to that. They gonna go to that same scene in three weeks and reenact it. Pew 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 pew. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just how it Time. is. Society is designed oh. as a kid, as a kid, right? Not you wanted to take a magnifying glass and find a bug and watch uh, it burn. Burn it. Yep. burn it. That intrigued. That intrigued us all. You know what I mean? Yeah. That intrigued yeah. us all. Yeah. And the news ain't about oh look who had a good day yesterday. The news is about who got got and who got shot. That's what the news is about. So we always locked in on the negative for some daily, to T.Y.'s daily. point. You know what I mean? For whatever daily. reason, it has us captivated, right? We can relate to it. We've seen it. But we have to, each one of us has to take a responsibility in trying to rewrite it. You know what I mean? And you can't save 50,000 people, but you could change that those two people who look up to you. Right. right, you could change those four Anybody. people who came out of you. Right, they look up to you. You know what I mean. So that's where it all starts, man. Because everybody's just turning a blind eye. They send the prayer emojis on Facebook, and they did their job. Sending prayers. My family don't need prayers, man. They don't need prayers. That ain't right. what they need. They need you. They, you know, send a couple dollars or come send some time. Yeah. Don't think that's an out. You know that you could just send some prayers. That that ain't it. Because you're supposed to be you're supposed to be the answer to my prayer. Right, but you send in prayers, so we got to do better, man. We can't, it ain't gonna happen on its own. No. So, every time we can grab a youngster, grab somebody, and give them a little piece of us, that's how we're gonna live forever. Because right now, I can tell you, I can tell you, I can think of 10, 15, 20 OGs in the hood that I still think of something that they told me, right? right? I can right. still think of it, and they probably won't even know, you know, and they probably the craziest Barlow. Yeah, Barlow, yeah, sure. I, think, I don't know what people think of Aunt Barlow, but he gave me some wisdom one day that's never left me, and it's guided me through. Right, so right. shout out to Aunt Barlow, man. Whatever you when when you said to me what you said to me, you touched more than me. You touched a lot of people, and it's a lot of people out there that, to Ty's point, has that influence, and they don't know they have it. Right. So they they just doing what they do, and sometimes hey, it's, a, it's a little reckless. Go ahead, Rick. Now nah, I gotta make sure I apologize to Ty for that because you know what I'm saying. You know, Ty got cheap Cottage Park tattooed on the stomach. So hey, I love y'all. Hey, hey, big, big. Hey, hey big, this is the best shit you ever did, man. You know what? <laughs> no, really, man. This is this is this is beautiful, man. And I hope youngsters be listening to this kind of shit, man. Hey, yeah. hey, on, but man. uh real real quick, ahead, I do want to say this. Um was I'm just jumping. We already jumping gave a shout a out to Joy. What else you say? About about real estate. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying, the, tra the transfer of wealth is coming again. You know, it happened in 08. It's just stack your money uh, or, or, yeah. or multiply your money. You know what I'm saying? Put your money what? somewhere where it's, where it's gaining right now. So when this happened, 
we can grab some of that. You know, we can go grab a, a fourplex. You know what I'm saying? And and, and one of them and and, and one of them pay for the mortgage for all four of them. You know what I'm saying? We need to do some of that, something like that because I'm I'm on a mission to uh to leave something for my grandchildren, for my sons, but still for my grandchildren. So they will when they get 18 yeah. or whatever they have you know they have a choice. Yeah. That's I'm I'm into the trying to leave some family wealth. I'm not. Cause I know some people are like, well, my daddy didn't leave me nothing. I ain't gonna, I'm not. I'm not trying to be that. I'm no, trying to, no. you know, what I'm saying. No. I'm Hell trying. To, no. I'm trying to make a way, not just for me, no. for you know, much as family members as I can. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's, you know, it's a process, but uh, that's that's where my head at. You know what I'm saying? Oh, mine too, Cap. Mine yeah. too. Okay, mine this is I am Necessary Podcast. I'm your host Marcel. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you take something out of this, either something that was intended for you or something you got on accident, whatever it is. Keep it real. Uh, be needed. Be necessary. And if you made it wrong, please take the time to make it right. And I'm out. <laughs>